0: Yo, it's Ronnie Rose,
1: Hassani, and
0: Sub. and this is Barroom Talks. Let's get it. Welcome, newcomers. This is Barroom Talks, where the boys get together to discuss sports, music, food, or any other topic that comes to mind while we're shooting this shit. If you haven't already, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Barroom Talks. And if you like this episode, give us a five-star review at the bottom. Let all your friends know. I'm pretty sure they'd love to come over and give us a like as well. Uh, But enough chat. Let's get into the good stuff. All right. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Barroom Talks today. Uh, So it's been a crazy week in the NBA. Uh, LeBron's been out there playing with L.A. Um, I think LeBron's been playing okay, but they are one and four right now. But it was a crazy fight that went on between Chris Paul And Rajon Rondo, I can't even say his name. Um, Chris Paul to me is a, he's a good dude. He does a lot for the NBA. He does a lot for his community. Um, And Rondo's always been in these situations like this where he's kind of testing you, trying to get under your skin. Um, What do you think, what do you guys think about that situation that went down in LA the other night?
1: I mean, honestly, with the whole Rajon Rondo um, incident, i've heard so many mixed things like i've heard from my perspective like from what i saw and the things that i saw online like rajon rondo allegedly spit and chris paul's face and other people are then claiming and i think rajon rondo himself said that his mouthpiece or whatever flicked some spit into his face it wasn't like he intentionally spit on him but i yeah, think right. also at the same time like chris paul he has um i mean he is what is he the the president of the players association or whatever. So I think he has a little Uh bit of an ego. Um, I've heard a lot of negative things about players talking about playing alongside Chris Paul. Like he's a great person as a person, Mm -hmm. but playing alongside of him. um, There's been a lot of like not controversy, but there's been enough um, about people not really liking him as a person when it comes to a teammate, I guess. And so I'm not surprised that the feud kind of happened the way it did. Um, It was a lot of tension that was built up in that. But, like, I think – if any, I mean, I don't blame him. If it seemed like someone spit in your face, like, I'd punch you in the face too, you know? Like, you're not going to just sit there and deal with that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think, Seb? How do you feel about that?
2: I completely agree. I think Rondo was – Rondo is a huge trash talker, but CP3 is also known to be a teammate that – isn't really a good teammate I think uh what's his name Big Baby Davis Mm -hmm. came out and and said something about him and was just like yeah he wasn't my favorite teammate or something like that um and yeah I think the video the video I saw at least you can clearly see Rondo either spit at him or attempt to spit at him but I think it just got really out of control I think the players are just all kind of uh I think that's obviously going to be the new rivalry. Um definitely. I don't I, I don't so much see like the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors being a rivalry. I see Chippy Chris Paul and Chippy Rayjon Rondo going at it and LeBron kind of being like the dad in the situation like he was that night. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, I mean like you could definitely tell He pretty that much is the was dad.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Chris Paul was super pissed, man. It, it, it was just like – my my whole thing about that is Razor – I've been following basketball since I don't know how long, and I've seen Rondo get into situations like that before. Um, and, and to push a guy like that who's like Chris Paul – I'm not saying Chris Paul is, you know, the best guy in the world, but um, from what I've seen from Chris Paul, he's definitely done a lot, and um, I have a lot of respect for that guy. So it just wasn't – you know, seeing that kind of made me feel a little bit uneasy about the situation because – I don't like seeing fights anyway, you know, in the NBA, especially amongst, you know, guys like Chris Paul and and Rondo. But um, at the end of the day, it happened, but it looks like it's resolved. So, um, you know, I think L.A. is going to go off to have um, an okay year. But let's get into um, the Western Conference. Um, So LeBron's there. Uh, What do you guys think? I mean, how do you think that's going to turn out? Do you think they're going to be able to compete you think they're going to make the playoffs? What's your guys thoughts on that?
1: I think that they'll eventually, you know, have the team that can I don't want to say they're going to win the Western Conference. I mean, but I do think LeBron has a history of, you know, helping teams out and getting to the the Western, I'm sorry, not the Western, the Eastern Conference Finals in his history, but at least having a team compete for a championship and actually getting to the finals. So, it's kind of hard when you have, you know, great teams like um you you got Houston. That's I mean, obviously that was where the feud came from. But you have a team like Houston who's just dominant. They've been dominant for the last two three years, um, at least getting to that Western Conference. And then you have Golden State, who clearly is the favorite. Um, I don't know if you can say they're the favorite this year to win it all. Um, Seb Seb and I were talking about that earlier, and we'll get into that. But as far as you know, having the right team and the the ability to compete with Golden State. I think that the Lakers have the talent. It's just really, when do they mesh as a program? They have a lot of people who've mm-hmm. been to the playoffs before. Um, they have some rookies. They have some newcomers that are still trying to figure out where they you know stand with the team. But, yeah, I think they, they definitely have the squad. It's just like, when do they mesh? You know? Mm-hmm. What do you think, Seb?
2: Yeah, I, I think the same thing, man. I think the Lakers are really young team, um, and I think that they'll make playoffs this year, but they won't get far in playoffs. That's my prediction. Um, just because LeBron needs a little bit of time to kind of, like, establish, hey, this is how we're going to play the game. As you see, like, in the in that game against Houston, those guys are young. Um, I'd say they're – I wouldn't say they're immature, but when it comes to situations like that, you saw LeBron kind of just stand on the sideline – and not react to it, and I think it's going to take time for him to let those young guys learn, like, hey, this is what you got to do. Um, mm-hmm. Especially Brandon Ingram, I don't think he's, like, a hothead. I think he just handled that situation poorly because he's a great competitor. Um, mm-hmm. But I see – I still see Golden, Golden State just dominating. Um, yeah. With Houston being the next runner-up for, like, the only ones that can compete with them.
0: So you yeah, see I Golden agree. State in the finals again this year.
2: Yeah, I see Golden State in the finals again. Um, I see them against my the the team. I think in the East is going to make a surprise. I don't think it's actually a surprise because they're doing amazing right now. But I think it's Golden State Toronto in the finals with Toronto winning it
0: all. Oh wow! Yeah, that's, that's a bold, what we were that's talking a bold about prediction, earlier. right there. You never you know, a very man. very bold prediction. <laughs> well, you know, because I see Boston getting, getting there before Toronto gets there. I mean, Toronto has a good squad right now, but, I mean, Boston, everyone's pretty much healthy.
1: I don't know, man. Like, I feel like <laughs> either team out of the Eastern Conference, like, I think they are the best two teams for sure. But, I mean, Toronto's always been that sleeper team that, you know, people don't really... It's not like they haven't given them credit, but I feel like... Now having someone like Kawhi, I mean, even though DeRozan was, you know, a, a beast, and he still is a beast, having someone like Kawhi now on that team puts a whole different spotlight on the program. So I feel like they are balling out, and they always have been balling out, but now it's like, you know, they're, give them the credit where it's it's due, and they're the only undefeated team right now in the NBA. They're 5-0, and so it's like not saying they can't lose at any point, but it's like even Golden State's not undefeated, so it's like, it's still the start. It's basketball. I mean, like a 5-0 and o team in basketball is like a 2-0 a and o team. Not even two 2-0 team, like a 1-0 and o team in the NFL. But it's like either way, it's like they clearly have something going, and it's just getting started, and it's a long season ahead. But if everyone stays healthy, man, I have to agree with Sebastian. Like I really do see them giving Golden State some competition. Like I really do. They can't win forever, man, like clearly. And I think that yeah, that that's squad's true. better than Cleveland. You
0: know? <laughs> or can they? You I don't know, don't know Steph just <laughs> <laughs> Steph just looks so good man. I mean he Steph had a record game like the other day. How many how many 3s did he, did he hit in one game? I think it was yeah, like 11.
1: Yeah, I mean that's not even his record but he had 11 um threes I think. He had 51 points and I mean he yeah. just balled out. That was last night actually against the the Wizards. Yeah, yeah, 27
2: in the first quarter.
1: Yeah. But he I had think like 16 I still and, think like, Kawhi
2: Kawhi going to Toronto was like a big big move for their success. Um, and I just like how, I think that's what I'm saying is like Kawhi is a mature player and people may disagree with that, but I, I really think Kawhi is a lot more mature. I think he was angry with the Spurs and like how that was handled. And I think he kind of lost his passion for basketball for a bit, but he didn't act out during his time Mm. off. Um, and you see like a lot of athletes just acting out like a lot lately in sports and um i, I think specifically uh, you don't see it that much in the nba but i think we see it a lot more like frequently in the nfl um mm-hmm. with chad kelly
1: it's true yeah that's yeah. yeah it's it comes down to it's like what kind of athlete are you on the field and off the field and what kind of person are you because at the end of the day it's like you know I just think, I just, I don't want to get too personal about that, but I think there's a lot of athletes, and we can talk about Colin Kaepernick all the time, and I feel like there's a lot to say about him, but with the whole Chad Kelly thing, it's like, he himself is not, he's not that exceptional of an athlete, let's be real. Like, he played where, Texas Tech? Like, he wasn't, he was nothing like Super no, he wasn't a Texas. He's an old mess. Excuse me, and he was not that great. Like he really wasn't that great. It's just another quarterback who gets a backup job because they played average in college and whatever. But it's like if you're just not a good person and you just clearly keep getting in trouble, it's like when mm. when is enough enough? And it's like you keep giving certain people chances, but then you have other people. And as I said, the whole Kaepernick thing, who really didn't do anything to in my opinion, jeopardized the team um, and really didn't do something, in my opinion, to jeopardize himself as an individual and really disrespect his teammates. Um, Getting a DUI or acting out and doing stupid shit like that that ends up affecting your team because you can't compete, that's a problem. But standing up for something you believe in, that's a whole different issue. But I'll let you guys talk on what you think about that.
0: I just think it's crazy, you know, that you can stand up for what you believe in, you know, and and it's not even, you know, it's like we're not protesting against uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month or anything like that, you know, because that that takes people's lives. And that's a serious subject, you know, but when it when we come to talk about black men being, um, you know, shot unjustly and things of that nature. Um, you know, that's a big, that's a big issue. I just, I I don't understand why that um, is something that we can't get behind as a country. Um, And and just exactly like you're saying, like a guy like Chad Kelly, he gets cut from the Broncos because he trespassed on someone's property. He was probably drunk or something like that, acting stupid. Um, But it's not only that. I mean, he's had a number of times in his career where he's been cut and he hasn't been able to, and and he's still been playing football. He's been given uh, multiple opportunities to do that. But Colin Kaepernick stands up for what he believes in and he's you know ridiculed, he's Condemned, he, he can't be. He's pretty much let banned. Back into like, the league,
1: he's pretty much banned. Like, because no owner wants yeah. to take that risk now, which is so unfortunate. It's insane. Like, I mean, the Jaguars
0: need a quarterback for real, you know, yeah. and and they could they could definitely use a guy like Colin Kaepernick to save their season, uh, for what it's worth. But 49ers you know, man, because think, the think about
1: the 49ers when they lost, you know, um, Jimmy Garoppolo. G. Yeah, and it's yeah. like he already knows a lot. He's already had a reputation with it, but they're like, yeah, no, I don't want to even risk it. I'm not going to bring him back. What if he came back and yeah. saved – not saved their season, but kept them, you know, in the race a little bit? It's like, what, do the fans at that point all of a sudden just like honestly like forgive him? And they're like, oh, yeah, because that's usually what happens. Like that's why these people – I think was exactly what would trouble, happen, dude. You know?
2: Exactly what would happen. Everyone loves a comeback story.
1: Exactly. And that's –
2: that that is what it is. So I think I'll just start with Chad Kelly, just retrack a little bit. Yeah. My concern with this is that reports are already coming out that, you know, he broke into this person's house. Um, once he got like caught, he was on the couch, like mumbling and inco- incoherently. And my concern with this is that people are going to turn this into a, well, Chad, Cal- Chad Kelly has a concussion issue and that's why his actions make him do this and he might but if let's let's be honest like if that was any other athlete um if that was Kaepernick for example it'd be like oh he's you know he's a thug and that's my oh, yeah. concern with this
1: They'd it's like, him. yeah yeah
2: and, and granted I think Chad Kelly would have got the same repercussion that Cap's getting right now but the narration would be different so yeah. I completely agree with people that are like you know well it would have happened the same other way for Cap if he did the same thing. I agree with that, but the narrative would have been different. The narrative is already becoming, well, Chad Kelly might have a mental issue uh, because of his CTE, he's taken hits to the head, he's got a concussion. And it's like, okay, Cap could have had that same problem, but it'd still be, you know, this guy broke into a house. It, it, there wouldn't be a mental health issue there to report. Um, yeah. And Chad Kelly, like you were saying, you were trying to figure out what college that he played at, and you had trouble with that because he's played at three different colleges, because he's acted like an (laughs) ass at all three ones. He started at Clemson, he was on last chance U. And then he got into Ole Miss. Yeah. Um it's just insane to me, like why I don't understand why people would justify Chad Kelly or try to feel bad for him. Like the guy is a scumbag. That's and I'm sorry that I'm going on a rant here, but no, it, just, it just bothers me because I know the narration would be so much different yeah. with another any other player that.
0: I mean, take this um, for instance, man. Like, like every time a kid gets shot in the street, you know, from a you know, from a cop or something like that, they always twist the narrative, uh, you know, saying that qu- that kid you know smoked weed and, you know, he was a troubled child and, and things like that. I mean, they always do that. They always change the narrative to try to make it seem like that person who got shot was some type of thug or, or deserved like, it. kind of had it coming. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and, yeah. and and that's just, it's just crazy the way our media um, and Americans spin things like that to make it seem like I mean, like prime example, you guys are already used the, the
1: term stuff. like Sebastian said that, Kaepernick will be looked at as a thug it's like why is Mm -hmm. it that I don't don't, I'm trying so hard not to make it about race because I love everyone my fans I love all you guys but still like realistically why is that term being used for one person and not by the person's actions but based on their actions and their race because that's where the issue comes into play it's like as you said, if Colin Kaepernick did the exact same things, yes, the, the narrative would be different because certain words like thugs or, or gangster or whatever, these words come out, like people use and throw in there and it makes these general blanket statements about everyone that is from that race. And then that's just, that's the whole prejudiced mindset of like, well, every athlete that makes a mistake is a thug if you're a minority. But it's like, if you're, you know...
2: Have you yeah. ever heard Chad Kelly like speak?
1: No, I don't. I can't remember. Because if you want to label yeah. someone a
2: thug, Chad Kelly is a thug. Like he's, or at least a wannabe thug. Like he's not. I, I don't know what it is with him. He, it's like he loves getting in trouble, and then you have stuff like this. But I, I doubt that he'll be labeled that. Yeah. They'll just talk about no, his won't. off-field issues at college. And yeah. how it's a tragedy that it spilled into the NFL, and how it's a tragedy that he broke into this person's house and got beat with a vacuum on the couch <laughs> and stuff like that. That's what it's going to be, and I already know it is. Like, um, and it's unfortunate. It's so unfortunate.
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, it's it sucks. It sucks that that's the society we're in, and you know the perspectives that people have. But at the end of the day, it's like. I mean, we got to live with it It's just hope that, you know, our generation and our kids, when we have them, you know, figure figure it out and, and realize the reality of it. But, I mean, it is what it is. But um, but anyway, yeah, we, we definitely wanted to talk about the NFL in general. And, I mean, I know we were talking about Colin Kaepernick just now a little bit and Chad Kelly. But, you know, I, actually, before we even switch into that, I think, Sebastian, you had some other um, – Some quarterbacks, it's kind of crazy, but we were looking at other quarterbacks that actually have backup jobs um, other than Colin Kaepernick. And it's like, can we, do you have a mind, can we like run through that list real quick and then realistically see if there's one quarterback that's better than Kaepernick? Because I I can't believe that. I really can't.
2: All right, so we got, um, I'm just going to go with uh, Sam Bradford.
1: Nope. He's all right. I don't think he's
0: that bad.
1: (laughs) No, if anything, he's probably the closest in Blake Bortles. Though.
0: Blake Bortles is terrible. Um, yeah, I agree with that. He's he not got, he got, he's he got, he got, terrible. He's just he good. So they have much. a great defense, and they're just wasting it. Well, it's not yeah. great because they kind of they gave up 40 against the Cowboys,
1: so it's not that good. Sure, but still. So we got
2: Jacoby Brissett, Matt Castle, Chase Daniel, Josh Dodds, Luke Falk. I don't even know some of these guys. Blaine Gabbert. Who? Mike Glennon (laughs) Chad Henney Ryan Hoyer Chad Kelly who we were just talking about Cody Kessler he stepped up Deshaun Kaiser Eli Manning Eli Manning that's a good one
0: trash yeah Eli's terrible trash Uh,
2: AJ McCarron I don't think AJ's terrible Uh, Josh McCown I do think he's terrible but you know Mm -hmm. there's so many that we can this is a list of forty seven, so I'm not gonna name off forty seven of quarterbacks, course.
0: but Oh my it's, god, um, there's forty seven? Yeah, there's
2: forty seven.
0: Oh my god. It's insane. Um,
2: but I think we've I all think seen I'll Eli's just... performance. If you want to tell me Cap mean... can't help with mm-hmm. that, just get the hell out of here, dude. Like I can't. Seriously. Deal with that.
0: Yeah, these are teams are only worried about yeah. their bottom line. I said their team these teams are only worried about their bottom line. They don't they they don't care about the I'm not going to say winning because they do care about winning, but if Colin Kaepernick is going to be on their team, it's going to cause a ton of drama. Their sales are going to drop. People are going to protest and riot because he's just he's protesting something he believes in, you know, and I think it's just crazy. And Asani, before you didn't want to equate it down the race, and I don't either because, you know, I love everyone just like you love everyone, just like we all do. But you just have to take it into account that there are people in this world who uh, – who are definitely racist and who definitely don't want to see. um, It's not because they don't, they they like the fact that people are are being killed um, in the streets or something like that. I think it's more so like a, they want you to, they want you to follow the lines. They don't want you to step out of place too much. Um, and that's what Could that's you? exactly what Colin Kaepernick's doing, because he clearly said and, you know, veterans and, and obviously Sebastian, you served uh, in the military. You guys didn't really have an issue with him doing it. You said that it it wasn't about the flag. It was about injustice. And the reason that you guys go over there to fight is so we have these opportunities to protest. Yeah. So the fact yeah. that that got condemned and people are still pissed, it's like, what do you want from us?
1: Yeah. Right.
2: So I think that with the um the whole like veteran thing, just a quick intro to this cap thing intro and outro i'm not gonna speak on it too much um i can't speak for all vets when i say like i don't have a problem with it if, if you want a better america and that's what you want then then do your thing because i don't see anything wrong with it um and i've said this before i told i've told hasani this me personally am i gonna take a name no because that flag to me means something different um, and I don't, I, I personally wouldn't do it, but am I mad at someone for, for taking that chance with the level that he has to give people that don't have a voice a voice? Absolutely not. And if you're doing it to say, Hey, there's some problems in America and we can do better then go for it, do it. And if you come out and say, I'm not disrespecting veterans or those who have served or those who have died serving then I completely understand that. And do your thing, dog. Like, that is that is what it is. Um, but, yeah, I just don't understand. Like I said before, America would love a winner. So if Cap were to come back and lead, mm-hmm. I don't know, whoever the hell, to the to the Super Bowl, people would love him again. Imagine, um, well, the just think about the heck when Kobe got, got the allegations. Yeah. And Kobe went to the finals, and it's like everyone forgot about it.
1: Yep. Everyone oh, was like, "Yeah, hey, Kobe, Kobe's
2: Kobe's a goat." Kobe.
1: <laughs> it's so true, though, man. It's I love so Kobe. True.
2: But are we, like, I haven't forgotten about that. Like, I still yeah. look at that like, "Damn, dude!" Like, I don't know if other people forgot, but I, I didn't. But yeah, it's like a big it's band like, band. Like,
0: like every time you get accused of something, you got to go out there and win a championship right after pretty much. That's <laughs> right, true. Just, hey, you're I doing- mean, we're Ravens
1: fans and the whole accusations with the whole Ray Lewis stuff, it's like Oh yeah. We will defend I don't know, I really don't I can't speak on what happened, Ray. I don't know and I don't want to know, but at the end of the day, as a fan, I support you because you got us two Super Bowls. All right? You br- you led two defenses to get us two Super Bowls, but that's just the mentality as a sports fan. You know, you're going to support your team and People are human; they're gonna make mistakes at the end of the day. But it's like there's some things that are inexcusable over others. But at the same time, it just shows you that our focuses as a society aren't always on the right things, especially when it comes to sports. But you know, damn, do I not, do I want another Super Bowl? Hell yeah, I do this year. You know, and the Ravens are definitely are, are killing it. So I mean, yeah, I anyway, am. Yeah, but I'm just, it's still so
2: excuse. That all I'm trying to get at is there's people that have done a lot worse. Of course. That have been pretty much like swept under their carpet once that ring gets on their finger. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: Headlines, change; you yeah, don't people, even bring it up make anymore. the argument,
2: like, Cap's not that good. Like, he might not be the best, but he's a lot better than Chad Henney, a lot better than, damn, Derek Anderson, who just got signed to the Panthers, so don't, that argument, to me, is invalid. Don't try to bring that shit up.
1: My thing is this, out of all the backup quarterbacks you listed on that list, which of them have been to a Super Bowl before?
2: Uh I
1: probably, I don't know. probably none, none of them. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like when you really think about it, I don't think a single one has. But Kaepernick has been to the Super Bowl and they only lost hey, by um, three.
2: Jacoby Brissett, but I mean he, he pretty he much didn't lead them had a front row seat to the Super e- exactly.
1: Bowl. Exactly. He got a free That's ticket.
2: Different. That was all it was.
1: I don't mean yeah. you were on the team that went to the Super Bowl, but you actually led them through the playoffs to the Super Bowl. That's the difference, and I know that there's probably no one on that list that's done that. Realistically. Yeah, there's
0: no one on that list, man. Derek Anderson's been eating for free for a long time. Hell yeah. That dude's been in the league since Derek I was Derek Anderson's
2: like 87 years old, dude. That that made me so <laughs> mad when I read that. I was like, dude's going to get sacked and turned into dust, dude. That's what's going to happen.
0: <laughs> Poof.
1: Yeah, man. He's gone.
0: He's like, I'm chilling, man. He's like, I love being a backup quarterback. <laughs> Get a cool million a year. Probably not That's even
1: hysterical. that. Hysterical. <laughs> he's not doing anything. Well, but no, chilling. man. I, I mean, just on a. I mean, just a segue and a new topic. But um, yeah, our teams have both. I mean, Seb's a Cowboys fan. For you guys that don't know, Ron and I are Ravens fans. Um, when we did our picks Please last don't hate week. Me. No nah, man, you know, Seb was thinking like, no, nah, I don't. We don't hate you. No one hates you for being a Cowboys <laughs> fan. Maybe the Skins fans out there, or whatever. But you know, Giants fans can't even hate you because they hey, hate I'll themselves give them right now. That <laughs> game was. Uh,
0: I just was, hate how they, you guys get, get so much good. press. They look great, I hate man. How you guys get so much press.
1: It's the Conor McGregor, man. That's what that's what kicked you guys in the gear. They were they were loving it. No, I'm saying out there on the i was field, saying this got you hyped. They balled out. Yeah. yeah, we just
0: need to sign
2: Conor McGregor to be like a I don't know the. The yeah, Jerry needs to pay that
1: man. Jerry needs to be like, hey Khan. I, yeah, I can see Jerry doing man. that.
2: Hell yeah. Man. Motivational Bring him back.
1: He's the mascot. But no, I was gonna guys. say the
2: Redskins looked at like they looked really, really good. They do. So oh. I can't like yeah, I I'm a Cowboys fan, but I'll give credit where credit's due and, and the skins look fantastic dude, what's his name? They're um uh, their safety.
1: Oh, um Schweringer or whatever?
2: Yeah. So, I've listening to this amazing. this game on the radio, like, as I'm driving back from North Carolina, and all I hear is, DJ Swearinger, DJ Swearinger, yeah. and I'm like, dude, why why win Arizona? He played for Arizona before, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. Dude's balling. Yeah, it's like, it's why Rangers. didn't we
2: pick him up? Because he's a beast, dude. He's a monster. He's balling. He's, so, yeah, he's good, better than good, Josh Norman.
1: I'm sorry. He's much better than Josh Norman <laughs> at a defensive back position. Josh Norman got paid all that money and hasn't done Anything he got his first interception I, I think last week or whatever since like 2016, but they paid him yeah, like I still 40, think Josh some, Norman, 40 some million dollars. Fight,
0: All yeah, I know is Sperger, Sperger Sperger tried to press. compare that defense to the 2000 Baltimore Ravens defense, so he probably needs to slow his roll on that one.
1: Yeah, you're right about that, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, their their defense is definitely, in my opinion, a top five defense, but. It's not comparing to the Ravens' defense that they're doing this year, and
0: not even the two thousand, not even the two thousand eighteen Ravens. I mean, our defense looks pretty good this year. I mean, we're number one.
1: We are number one. We're number one and in, or not interceptions, excuse me. Number one in sacks. I think we have like twenty seven sacks or something. We got eleven sacks in a game. Let's just let's just hit on that real quick. Eleven sacks in one game.
0: Eleven sacks. Eleven sacks. And the biggest thing I'm upset about is no one really in the national media covered that. It's insane. Yeah, like they like they cover the Cowboys every day. No disrespect to the Cowboys and Cowboys fans, and obviously, but
1: America's team. I mean,
0: our our team we hit a defensive milestone, and they don't even really touch it. It's crazy, man. Yeah, we're but number one we can in touch total it.
1: defense. It says we're we're averaging only allowing two hundred and eighty point six yards per game, which is ridiculous because most NFL quarterbacks are throwing for two fifty to three hundred a game. So that's total defense, yeah. meaning like rushing. Um, yards and passing yards were also number one in points allowed, which is only 14.4. So six weeks straight, the Ravens defense did not allow a second half touchdown, which is insane. Like think about yeah, that. It's crazy. Stat. That's insane. I think you
2: guys are going to be that quiet playoff team, though. Like you know, they don't cover teams as much until like, like pretty much once that team reaches the divisional round.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah. they did that with Jacksonville that. last
2: year. They didn't talk about Jacksonville at all all season until it was True. like, oh, wait, you guys made playoffs? We didn't even know. Like, yeah. And I think the Saints are that team for the NFC. And then I think that the Ravens are that team for the AFC. Because all I the agree. hype is on Pat Mahomes, the Rams, the Cowboys with all the drama they're facing. But these other teams don't get any press. And then, obviously, the Eagles, like, kind of not doing as well because of their success last year. Yeah, but I would there's say those the Vikings teams that
1: never get too. talked about. Yeah, Vikings are definitely getting some hype, too, because this is, you know, Kirk Cousins' first season with them, and he's balling out right yeah. now, too. So, so like, unless, and Phelan's leading topic, the league. Yeah.
0: yeah, since we're on this topic, I was just saying, let's get into some predictions since we're here. Yeah. Um, so, so, Ravens play Carolina this week. Obviously, I'm taking the Ravens, but who you guys got in that, that ball game?
1: I mean, I'm a Ravens fan, so I'm gonna have to say the Ravens. Um, realistically, if I had to come down to like, like you know, line up the teams, I think it's gonna be a close game. I think the Ravens. I mm-hmm. mean, I would love to see like a three score lead and we just blow them out in the second half. But I mean, it's gonna be a defensive battle. Um, but hey, maybe an offensive battle this time. You know, the defenses are. I don't say they're completely evenly matched, but Carolina's always had a good defensive team. But, you know, the offenses are both shining pretty, you know, pretty much this year. Like, so, I I mean, honestly, I think it's going to be probably a pretty low-scoring game. Like, I would predict the score to be, like, 21 to, like, 17 or something like that, or 24-17. And that's low, I mean, because the last couple seasons, people have been putting up, like, 50-point games in the NFL, which is just ridiculous. But I'm saying Mm -hmm. Ravens still win it but it's going to be, like, a one-score one, one score game. What do you think, Seth?
2: Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Ravens, and I think – I don't have numbers, but I'll say Ravens by six. I think it's okay. a really good matchup. Um, and the Ravens have lost, like, not pretty bad ones, but, like, tough ones, you know? Mm-hmm. So – I think this will be the one that gets them, like, back up there, shows people, like, hey, we're we're facing pretty much the, A- the NFC South, in my opinion, NFC South uh, division winners at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, and we can compete with them. Because I still think people don't give the Ravens the credit that they deserve. Because um, they've been balling out, but... They face teams, and then people that lost to the Browns is where people are like, "Oh, you lost to the Browns!" Like, the Browns are fantastic. They're gr- they're a great team.
1: Every yeah, um, every game the Browns are one like one play away from a different outcome. Yeah, I
2: think I saw something that was like the Browns are six points away from being six and one or something like that.
1: That's crazy when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that nuts? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like a one That's crazy, score. Man. It's like the Ravens a couple years ago where we just kept losing every close game. Like we had, I think yeah. six games or seven games where we lost. Deciding factor was like three, three to seven points or something. Just crazy. So, yeah. But yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah, so I got, hopefully
0: that yeah I'm taking Ravens. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Hopefully, hopefully that uh, miss kick didn't get into JT's head too much and he'll do nah, good. No, I think that man. Uh, this too, week against he's, he's too
1: good. He's he'll he'll be ready to go. He'll probably kick like a fifty. I say kick a fifty-six yarder, because you got to get his. You got to let him build that trust back. And I feel like just let the man kick the damn ball, because he is the best in the business. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So the next matchup we have Browns and the Steelers this week, Um, and realistically, I think that I'm probably going to take the Steelers, just because the Steelers look like they probably got into a stride. They are first in the AFC North. Um, it's a division game, you know, and I think that I think it's at Heinz Field, so I see the Steelers definitely winning this game. And like you said before, the Browns have been playing pretty well, and they've been playing up to their competition, but they've been losing by three points, six points. Um, I give this to, and I don't think Le'Veon's coming back this week, right? I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but uh, I'm giving it to the Steelers. I think Big Ben's going to take this one.
1: I'm going to go – I'm going to be devil's advocate. I'm going to go the other route. I'm saying that um, the Steelers lose this one. I'm thinking that somehow the Browns are going to find a way to win this game. I think they've already played them once this year, right, and they lost. And yep. it was still a pretty a close – yeah, It was No, you're right. It was a tie. I think they'll find a way to win it this time. I know it's really tricky to go into um, Pittsburgh and win a game like that, but I, I just think that at the end of the day um, – the Browns are going to find a way to win. Um, I'm not saying it's going to be some kind of crazy blowout or anything like that, but I definitely feel like they, they're they going to have a shot. It's not going to be just like a blowout from Pittsburgh. Yeah,
2: I'm going so? to go with... It's a tough one. I'm going to go with Cleveland. Finally, I think it's going to be one of those games where it does come down to like the final two minutes but I think Cleveland will find a way to finish this one. I think Pittsburgh is a really good team. I just think Cleveland can match up with them. And I think this year they're kind of on the equal, like they're on the equal side where they're really, really, really similar teams. Um, So I got Mm -hmm. Cleveland pulling a win out.
0: Okay. Awesome. Uh, Then our last matchup, we got the Vikings and the Saints. Um, so the the Saints came into Baltimore last week and they uh, they won and Drew Brees he looked pretty good I think he got his like uh, 500th or something touchdown something like that yep mean um, hit some milestone yeah
1: career milestone yeah
0: um, and I mean he looked he looked good the, the running game looked pretty good um, the Vikings to me just haven't been uh, the best looking team uh, I think Drew Brees is going to go in there and probably dice up that defense so uh, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Saints.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna say Minnesota I'm going underdogs on most of these games I'm saying Minnesota and the reason why is you know if the game was in New Orleans I'd say hands down it's a New Orleans win like there's just no way you're gonna win in the Superdome but I think Minnesota especially on a primetime game um that defense steps it up I think this time they, they finally get some pressure on Drew on Drew Brees excuse me and um I just think they're gonna pull it out. I think that Minnesota's offense is clicking. Thielen's leading the NFL right now in reception yards. I don't see anyone I mean Marcus Lattimore played a decent game against the Ravens, but I don't see anyone really shutting out Thielen. And then you forget, I mean Thielen's been taking the spotlight, but you have Stefan Diggs too. So it's like Cousins is also up there, I think, top ten quarterback right now. I think it might be top five, um, with yardage. So I just think their offense is clicking. Um, the run game's been kind of slow for them, but I think everything clicks in this game, and I think that this is like a statement game for them, and they're going to end up 5-2-1. and one. New Orleans goes down to 5-2, and, and I think it's just going to be like a wake-up call for everyone. So,
2: <laughs> I'm taking New Orleans with this one. I'm taking the Saints. I agree with Ron. I think it's... Drew Brees is on fire right now. Michael Thomas is stepping it up. Alvin Kamara. But I still think that this is a close one. I think every game on our predictions this week is going to be a close one. Um, And I still think Adam Thielen gets 100 yards. I don't think they win.
0: All right, we'll see. So you got the Saints? You picking the Saints?
1: Yep, so final recap. It's Ron for – for the first matchup, Ron and I saying no. It's all three of us for the Ravens over, yeah, um, the Panthers, and we got a two-one split. Browns with Sebastian and I, um, beating the Steelers, Steelers, and Ron saying Steelers win, and then this one's another two-one split. But I don't
0: want you know I don't want to take the Steelers, but I'm just being realistic about it. I think they're I think they're gonna you know I think they're gonna to get it get it done.
1: Hey, you don't have, we don't have to agree on everything because you guys you know are, you're saying that you think. Um, New Orleans is going to win this game, so that's fine, man. That's fine. I just – something in my gut saying that it's going to click this week for – because at the end of the day, it's like the Saints haven't lost since week one, and I think they're going to – they have to lose at some point. Like, they're not going to go undefeated the rest of the season. And this is a team that can really, you know, put up the points and compete with them on the offensive side. So we'll see. But it really comes down to a defensive game on all three of them. It's like who plays a tighter defense and who can – finish out the game in the last two minutes. Cause that's where it really comes down to these games are going to become like neck and neck games. And so many times in the NFL, it's like who steps up in the last three minutes of the game. And that's where it comes okay. down to. So we'll see. We'll see.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So this wraps up the podcast, boys and girls, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And if you like this, give us a five-star review down below, but we'll catch you next week. Have a good one. Peace out. See you.